This episode is sponsored by Tomb Guardians and their new Kickstarter for an amazing 900-page three-book adventure, Curse of the Usurper. This sprawling campaign setting showcases beautiful illustration, thrilling encounters, and items and monsters to tempt your players deep into the minds of Shekel to unravel the mystery. Enhance your games with easily scanned voiceover text using the QR codes found throughout the adventure, and enjoy a plethora of music tracks specific to the campaign setting and adventures that are sure to heighten and expand your player's experience. They've got 50 items, 100 custom monsters, 60 maps, and so much more jam-packed into this sprawling adventure that takes your table from level 1 all the way up to level 15. Sharpen your weapons, strap on your adventuring packs, grab your spellbook, and back Curse of the Usurper today for an all-inclusive campaign experience. Well, hey there, Gravelverse. This is M. Carlson, and welcome to the Blackwater D&D Podcast Network. We play our main campaign live in studio every Monday night at 8 p.m. PST at twitch.tv slash blackwaterdnd. Our episodes drop on YouTube on Fridays, and then podcast versions are released the following Monday at noon, right before our next session. Check us out over on Patreon, too, where you'll find a bunch of exclusive behind-the-scenes content and some other stuff for you to enjoy that we can't quite talk about just yet. Thanks so much for joining us at our table, so let's jump into the show. For those of you just joining us tonight, last week, the party went ahead with their plan to set up Halora for an ambush, only to have her turn the tables. Trapping Ferrothor the Iron Dragon and nearly removing Argoic the Mercury Dragon's wing before taking on her true target, Kokanee Lightkeeper, shattering the metal in his chest like glass and taking his heart. Reeling, the party was rounded up by the city guard and taken to a dungeon deep below the military headquarters. They pled their case, but were held in captivity for their own safety from the citizens of Caradoc. They decided to take matters into their own hands, opting to break out and set things right on their own. And that is where we pick up, as you've seen Thistle... Back to the dark place. Enter, uh, get through the door fairly easily, and you watch Argowick slide through as well, taking as a, on that kind as of a form. You cast yes. make yourself fart. Yeah, I fought. <laughs> <laughs> what would you all like to do? All right, well, let me out of mine. Do you need to be able to have all of us out to get us out of here, or what? Well, I, I, I mean, I assume they're all going to come with yeah. yeah, we're all going. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. All right, well, I'll start with yours. And you watch uh, as he goes up to um, Esper's cell, and you see he kind of holds up his hand, and it takes on that kind of mercury form as he slides his hand into the lock. And it pops open. Do you want to get this side? I'll get the other side. Sure, yeah. Kind of moves down. Um, as he comes down over to yours, same kind of thing. Who do you let out? I'll try to let out Shy first. Yes. Opens up. It's uh, 19. Yep, you managed to get it. Takes you a second, but you get it out. You would see uh, Shy just kind of sitting covered in charcoal with all of the papers behind her, the storyboard sitting behind her. Taking this all well, I see. Doesn't say a word, just stands up and 
I'm assuming Agawik got, got me out of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. you got it out. I kind of would just well. put my hand forward. 18. And you hear your door open as well. Rad. You're both still in your mana. Oh, fuck. Can, can we... 18 to... Yep, yeah. you pop it open. Do you want to get one of them? Uh, yeah. Uh, All these rolls are making me so nervous, like, I'm just gonna explode. 10. <laughs> he also <laughs> rolled a 14. And as you both are trying to unlock these manacles, it's proving quite difficult. Do you want me to give it a try? I'm not bad with those. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have proficiency with thieves tools. Nice. Bodic. Oh, guidance. Two. Well, there's going to be two of them, so give me a minute. Uh, I can give you guidance. <clears throat> I'll, uh... I can also do it. I'll go to Mark's first. That's a natural 20. Um, oh, For uh, 24 and uh, 31. I'll say with a natural 20, you pop both. <laughs> she unlocks Mark so well. <laughs> I think I think there's just a moment where Shai just, like, pulls out this, like, very old set of uh, thieves' tools. It looks like they might not have been hers uh, first. Uh, and it's just kind of like a... She doesn't just go... Don't punch my things, no. So where are we going? a great question. I assume we have to go up those stairs that we came down. Oh, we're not like teleporting out of here. I, I can't teleport. Okay. You seem really confident about breaking out of this place. Yes. Oh, okay, yeah, good enough for me, I guess. We just have to be quiet. Right, yeah. I know Ferrothor is close by, so I'll give him the signal, and he said he could make a distraction happen. It's going to be a quick exit. Okay. Do you know if he's uh, stashed my stuff anywhere near? I'm hoping we find it on the way up. Great. Okay. So, we're prioritizing stealth yes. and non-confrontation. Yes. yes. We don't want to hurt these people. We sneak definitely don't want to kill a fucking guy. What yes. No, we don't want to kill anybody. We've done enough. Who's the most likely to struggle with um, being quiet? Not me. You have loud clothing. That's <laughs> true. Are you in heavy or medium armor? I'm in medium armor. Yeah, so you'll have disadvantage. Okay. Well, um, I can help. No, it's, uh, I, uh... She can do the, um... The thing? No, footprints thing. If, if you can help. And you'll hear, like, a... Kind of ghostly sound around. I'm going to give you a bardic. Okay, thanks. And, um, I'll cast past my trace. Yes. We should, before we leave, we should make a plan just in case we get separated. A meeting point. What about, um... By the grave, uh, by the hag. I was going to say near the hag's house. Um, I like that. Yeah, that's great. Uh, also, we'll decide where we're going to go after this, but we're going to have to figure out whether we're going to go back to Katoma or somewhere else. But that seems like a later conversation, just I getting agree. out and seeing. Yeah. I don't like this at all. I'd look towards Argoic. All right, shall we? Yeah. He heads down the hallway, up to the stairs, and you can see there's another door at the top of the stairs. After you. Sure. I'll give the help action for a second. Every time. I told you it's my thing. Uh, 20 total. 20, so yeah. Doesn't take you too long. Kind of pop open the heavy door. You hear kind of as you slowly open it. 
take a look at, and you can see there are stairs that go up. Basically, a big stairwell at the moment. Uh, is your brother going to start kicking it off, or are we going to make our way up here first? I figured we'd get a little closer to the surface. We're fairly yeah. deep underground. Okay. Okay, let's go. Keep an eye out first. Keep it in here. Yeah. Stealth checks from everybody. Sounds good, yeah. Stealth checks from everybody. Which dice? Uh, Which dice? Can I make a sedan? I get a D, but I get one D6. Uh, if you get I want. 10 plus D6. Yes. If you want that, yeah. I gotta do this to me. <laughs> Pick the right dice. 18. 18. 18. 18. 32. 32. 29. 29. Natural 20. 31. Woo! Quite quietly, yeah, pick the right dice <laughs> this time. <laughs> As you very quietly sneak up the stairs, very soft feet. As you pass by another large door, looks like there's another floor. Head up again, another floor. And then as you come around, you can hear shuffling up at the next landing. What would you like to do? Here, shuffling. We can't actually see them. I think we're getting closer to the surface. Okay. If we are happy to wait here for ten minutes while I cast a spell, I can scout directly above us onto the next landing. Do we have time for ten minutes to wait? No, that's what I'm asking. No one was coming for us before. What do you think? The information is valuable, but the last time, I'm not sure how they equal. Uh, do you want to go spider mode and uh, make the connection? Yes. We can do that. I become a spider. All right. I cast guidance. <laughs> I grumble as a spider. <laughs> the loudest spider. Horrifying. Horrifying thought. <laughs> Grumbly spider. <laughs> The Grumbly Spider, yeah. Yeah, it's remote corner of Queensland. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you head up the stairs, you kind of come around, and you can see, uh, as you kind of stay in the shadows, as a spider, um, you see there are two uh, warforged guards standing in front of a large door, uh, both with halberds. They seem to be posted up here. The door we would have to go through. Yeah, it seems like, and this is a uh, this is the last landing. There's no more stairs up. So this seems like the, the kind of surface level. Um, it appears we have two guards at uh, the door. Um, would you like me to cause a distraction? Lead them away. I relay that to everybody. As long as you don't get seen. Sure. Yeah, yes. everyone thinks that's a great idea. Or do we want uh, our friend Argoic to make the bigger distraction? See if they leave on their own. Ferrothor, you mean? I can call. Yes. Yeah, let's try that. Okay. Let's try that. All right. I'll let you know if they leave. Okay. And you watch as Argoic kind of looks down, and his eyes kind of glaze over with that silvery mercury, and then back. Um, do any of you have a uh, non-magical metal on you? Uh, yep. Probably like which coin do? Uh, coin should be fine. Um, any uh, 
iron. Yeah, I have a belt buckle. I'll take my belt buckle off. Yes, um, just uh, either hang on tight to it or leave it behind. Okay, you want to hang on tight to it? All right. I grab the many metal buttons of my nice clothes. Okay. Oh, as in he was like, so like he tells me to like put it back on. I, either you can keep it on if oh, you yeah. like. Just, um, you'll see. Uh, as you watch as he kind of like, he moves up a little ways on the stairs. And he kind of cocks his head. And you hear after about two minutes of this sort of tense waiting, you hear kind of a creaking noise. And at first, you can hear the wood creaking of the door, and you can see this. You watch as the door is starting to buckle backwards, and you can see the iron banding on the door starting to pull through, and you can see the two guards sort of looking at each other as their halberds start to move closer towards the door, as you see they're kind of holding them. And then the door, in a very sudden, quick action, breaks through as the iron pushes through and the door flies off inwards and you watch they get pulled through uh, and you can see like as the door skates through you can see a number of guards sliding by all right i think we should go it's it's very like inception like when when they're just like (laughs) drifting across the floor Um, as you... Could I do, like, an investigation or something just to keep my eye out for, like, where they would keep... Yes, and, uh, uh, an athletics check to see if you can hang on to that belt buckle. Hell yeah. Bad at athletics. That's a nine... Uh, yeah, that's a nine. I lose my buttons, too. Yeah. (laughs) Ching! Oh! (laughs) Your shirt flies open. Um, and your belt buckle slides (laughs) out of your hand. You watch as it's, like, hitting the stairs and going up and up and up. I just surprised and tie the belt off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Surprising. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really good exactly what we check. expect. His yeah, torso yeah. is completely without definition. Uh, 22 <laughs> to just you... look for just like where they would keep like evidence or right. like my gear. So as you come up the stairs, you all go up the stairs? Yes. Yeah. Uh, as you head into the kind of main area, you can see it is just chaos as all of these Warforged, and uh, some of them have armor kind of built onto their armor, and you can see they are all flung and stuck Uh, to the wall on the far side. And you can see there's panic. And you hear, as you all come up, you all sort of look, and you see this massive iron door. And you realize right away there's bars as well next to it that are like, uh, that are are sealed into the the stone that are also sort of bending. You can see that's where the lockup is. And you watch as this massive iron door flies off uh, and across the room, and I need all of you to make dexterity saving throws for me, please. You're in dice jail. 17. No, sorry, 18. 18. 9. 17. 17. 10. 10. 9. 9. Okay, you three fail. Uh, As the door flies across, you two manage to get out of the way. Wait, Um, I fail? You did, yeah, yeah, yeah. 15? Yeah. Uh, As this large iron door flies across the room uh, and slams into you three, uh, you take uh, six, uh, yeah, six points of bludgeoning damage. Uh, and you get knocked prone. Hey, ow. Um, as it just hey, boom, 
slams into you and flies off, and you can see uh, a number of the Warforged kind of duck as it slams into the stone wall uh, above them, and you can see the whole thing kind of shake, and a bunch of the stone shatters off um, as they are all yelling as they see you there. You watch as uh, weapons start to pour out of that door and slide across the floor, and some of them on the racks and behind start flying across, and you see a box sliding past you. And you can see in, like, you can see in part of the box as it's like, it's gotten broken, you can see there is your stuff. Okay. I feel like my my cloak is like flying out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll grab the cloak and then, yeah, is it is the box locked? Yeah, the box is locked. Okay. So you're on the ground, so you manage to grab it as you're like on the ground I think prone. If, if you'd allow me, I'd come over and like seeing Esper try and grab for this box, uh, I would use kind of like my agility to kind of like steady myself and try and move the box in a way that he could pick the lock in a way that was. All right, uh, you can make uh, an athletics check. Yeah. And then, uh, depending on this, we'll would you allow me to do? Would you allow me to do acrobatics? <laughs> I'm gonna argue against myself. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Because a lockpick is ferrous metal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You well, it's tucked in. It's tucked in. Uh, so I'll have you make a sleight of hand check to see if you can catch it as it flies. Would you in allow your me to use acrobatics? Sure. My okay. uh, Nine um, sleight of hand. Yeah. I would like to cast. Grab it. I would like it's to cast. Small Detect magic and see if any of these things flying by is magical. Okay. Uh, my uh, acrobatics check is going to be a flirty 20. Okay, so yeah, you managed to slide uh, your foot over uh, and kind of like uh, in a sort of cool. Full slide tackle. Slide kind of tackle. Yeah. You managed to block it. And he specified non magical metal, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, like yeah. my magical stuff that's in there is just Doesn't moving with the rest of yeah, the chest. It's the, yeah, it's the box itself. Yeah, yeah. And you can see that like the kind of iron banding and right, like yeah. some of the wood has splintered off. Off, and that's how you're able to see in. Uh, and what is your sleight of hand check for? Uh, it'll just be a flat roll. The flat roll? Yeah, yeah. It's not because of my help. Because you have a roll. 19 again. Nice. nice. You managed to pop it open. Uh, and as you open it up, uh, you grab your stuff kind of in one fell swoop as yeah. the, the rest of the chest kind of poof, 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 and flies towards My the guards. It's like acting as like nice. almost like a hot air balloon, <laughs> just like dragging me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the cloak of like 39. Just like, and I think as at this point, it's like I'm I'm sliding it with my foot and then I'm like, come on, come on, come on, let's go. I'm just like, let it go. And uh, I will have you guys make another dexterity saving throw, uh, all of you, as the weapons start flying out. Oh, this dice is on fire! Mm-hmm. I switched. This is my this is my uh, grog saving grog one shot dice. Oh, yes. yes. There it is. Twenty one. That's, that's, gold, that's yeah. my golden dice. that does really well. Yeah. Twenty one. That's definitely seventeen. Seventeen. <laughs> Ten. Ten. I think I would. I think doing that, I kind of put yeah. myself as a disadvantage. Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. 19. 19, all right, uh, so yeah, only uh, you take uh, a javelin to the back. Oh. As, as helping, um, you watch as Shy turns, a, a javelin slams into her shoulder, uh, and you take five points of piercing damage, uh, and the rest of you kind of uh, dodge out of the way. A you bonus see- section, Bonus action healing word. Yeah. Uh, you do see, uh, with your detect magic, um, there is some stuff inside that looks like it might be magical. Um, you see one thing that's rolling out, um, you see it's gotten caught up in a chain of like a flail yeah. and it's being dragged along and you can see it does look like a javelin uh, But at the end it sort of looks like a lightning bolt ah, I'm going to um, Use the thorn whip uh, cantrip to Pull it back over to you uh, and you grab this javelin uh, and then uh, as you're kind of racing across you can see the uh, the like main door to this barracks is straight ahead um, 
and it is still closed, and you can see all the guards are like scrambling to try to disentangle themselves from the wall here, but they are all kind of in a clump. We make uh, a break for it. And you make a break for the door. Uh, you run across, and uh, you get there, and it is it is locked at the moment. What from the like inside? Mm -hmm. uh, I'm gonna give you the help action to pick that lock. Okay. Okay, that's good. 21. 21. Uh, I'm gonna have everyone make one final uh, dexterity saving throw for me, please. 19. 19. Okay, that's good. Not really. Uh, not great. Should I make mine at disadvantage because I'm like focusing and staying? Uh, yes. Oh, yeah, that's fair. 24. 24. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wowzers. 18. Was a 7. <laughs> Six. Oh! <laughs> I'm not lying. <laughs> I was oh! like, you're like 18, he's like seven. That's like, 20. <laughs> oh, natural one, you're 13. fucked. Okay, that's a failure. 13. That's a failure. 18. That's a success. 13. 13? Yeah. Failure. Uh, 24. That's a success, and Argoic also uh, only got a, an 11, so uh, you all take uh, 10 points of piercing damage. Voice. As you, hear, as you feel this hail of crossbow bolts, uh, luckily are in short range, but they all fly towards you. Some of them get kind of pulled off, uh, but a few of them do hit, uh, and you uh, take that damage, and the door opens up. Uh, as you, uh, I will need everyone to make a uh, strength saving throw to kind of push this thing open. Actually, a group acrobatics check. Oh. Or athletics. Oh, okay. athletics. This is a roller coaster. 11. Okay. 12. All right. 16. All right. Ten. We are not a strong. I am the strong one. You're all pushing against this this like door banded with iron. You're all pushing with all your might. Can I? Can I? Seeing that we're all struggling, can I take a gust of wind? Is like Asper gets the lock, and I just want to. I just want to push the door. All right, make an Arcana check to see how strong you can make this. I would also love to cast Levitate on the door. To just, because presumably, if it might be more than 500 pounds, but all I want to do is just take the weight. Off so the it's hinges. like, okay. it's you know, okay. the weight does this, which makes things harder to yeah. move. Yeah. I just want to, yeah. which okay. maybe gives us advantage. Yeah. I don't know. It's just an eight. I okay, also you push against it. it is. <laughs> can, I, can I cast enhance ability on this? Sure. <laughs> Full strength. Yeah. Does that roll with advantage? Yeah, yes. absolutely. My yeah. guidance? Uh, well, you're already a bear. I'm not a bear. I'm you just, just, oh, you're just bored because he has bull strength. Oh, okay. He did a bull roar, sure, sure, not a bear sure. roll. Oh, okay. My, my mistake. They're hard to determine the difference. Yeah. Oh, that's really bad. No. <laughs> no. A door. No. The ears were cracking. No. Why is it always a Athletics? fucking door? Every day they fight oh, anything. You hear this sort of cracking. Oh, my back. <laughs> is that the door? Is oh, no. Oh, push no. against it. Uh, it is still proving difficult. Uh, Argo, wait. Uh, nope. Uh, I am going to spend, <laughs> uh, What I am going Jim's to try to let us through. Okay. I, no, where no, is it? Great. Uh, I am going to take the. In fact, I'm going to have everybody make uh, another round of dexterity saving. Oh, yeah, throw. that's fair. Oh, that one! That one! Is flying at us. Is that a bunch crossbow. of little crossbow bolt? Well, there's not a lot I can do about that. Damn. Um, as I think, as I'm kind of like I'm weaving and dodging, I got a, tw a 25 for my okay. dexterity yeah. saving throw. Um, <laughs> let everyone else do their dex saves first before I'm going to do what I'm going to do. 11. Okay. That one. That one. That one. <laughs> that one. 19. 19. 
Um, so that is uh, uh, you two succeeded. Yes. Um, everyone else takes another nine points of piercing damage. Uh. Um, and you two, with your, or you two with your net ones, uh, you actually get pinned to the wall a little oh, bit. Your cloak yes. is pinned, and uh, part of your armor gets pinned. As I see the them get pinned, I go, get them out now. Yeah, and okay. I am going to pull, go ahead, you first. Oh, I'll just like vortex, like in that first action, I'll vortex warp thistle. That is to say, like, de and like, de atomize you, and you're going to up here and pushing on the door already. <laughs> and as that, um, as that uh, gust of wind kind of dissipates itself, I go, always a good time to try something, and I'm gonna essentially suck the air in, and I'm going to use my clockwork gauntlet yeah. for the first time, and I'm going to expend a charge, and I'm gonna punch the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so this metal gauntlet has a steam-powered ram built into the greaves. Yes. It has three oh. charges. While wearing the gauntlet, you can expend a charge as a bonus action to make a slam attack um, oh, on yeah. the door. Yeah. Yes. 100%. Um, okay, so... strength save will be knocked prone. Yeah. <laughs> Can you knock a door prone? Yes. Yeah, right. uh, yeah, and absolutely. I have three of these, so... You're prone to that, in fact. Uh, hey. That's only... That's a... I mean, it's a door, it's a door. so it's a 14. <laughs> yeah, that hits. Okay, oh, uh, thank God. and it's 2d8 plus 2. Uh, plus, is it 2d8 You punch plus it so powerfully... Strength, it's 2D8. I think so, yeah. You punch oh, it yeah, so sure. powerfully that you just make a hole the size of your fist, which doesn't help us. <laughs> Uh, that's going to be six side. and seven is 13, uh, plus two is 15, plus my strength uh, is, um, yeah, 15. Uh, and the target must succeed on a DC 14 strength saving throw or be knocked prone. So as you and I would punch it around the hinges to or like the middle of the door if yeah. it's a double double door to push. So through. as you like you slam into it and you feel your your hand stop and then you watch and you hear the kind of whir of pistons as it punches through and as you punch through you watch as the wood splinters the metal is now free to pull away as it pulls back and towards the uh, towards the far wall as it starts to fly off and the splinters shatter out uh, and you have a clear path out of the door you can hear shouting on the other side I'd like to run past and grab the bolt that's pinning uh, yeah. Miri and pull it free. Oof. And then wrap my arm so that it's tangled into the cloak and then let the cloak go. <laughs> and basically fully like a parasail, just let it pull me out the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, so as you get out uh, into the kind of morning light, uh, you can hear shouting from guards sort of running towards you that have heard all this commotion in the street. Um, as Argowit gets out, you watch as he takes his draconic form uh, and he sort of looks at all of you. Let's go. And you hear... I to his talons? Yeah, you, you like... <laughs> oh, <laughs> he watches his form, uh, kind of comes around, and yeah, he, like his, his, uh, his arms are extended out. Uh, as he like scoops up a few of Can you. Can I climb up, uh, if, like seeing if he's willing, I, I'd climb up onto his back and Yeah, you ride. climb up onto his back, uh, and the liquid metal, as it, like, as it moves around you, it sort of forms into a seat. Nice. Um, and you hear the kind of like, boom, 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 as his brother comes around the corner, and like his large frame just pushes off of the ground and you watch as like part of the stone building gets knocked away uh, as like as he comes around uh, and like dips one of his wings as a sort of invitation for a few of you to run I'll, on. I'll go up on foot. Yeah, okay. I will, I will. And you climb on, you feel his body's quite warm uh, as you slide up on top and they <laughs> and they start flying oh through God. the sky. 
uh, over Caradoc as you can hear bells ringing. Perfect. They can take us where we want to go. We made a fucking exit, didn't we? <laughs> I don't yes. think they noticed. <laughs> <laughs> as yeah, we definitely chose the stealth option. Yeah, <laughs> as you get that. out of the city, as you like are getting out of that crater, as you move out, you can see uh, who has the highest perception. Passive or just regular Passive perception? perception. 17. I'm 16. 16. 17. 17. You see over your shoulder, you can see there is an airship moving across the city We've got in your direction. Faster than us, or? It looks like it's keeping pace. Oh boy. I'm okay. going to turn around. For now. I'm gonna turn around, and I'm gonna put my ar- arms up, and I'm gonna call out. Might be best to give us some space and I'm gonna cast Call Lightning, and I'm not gonna bring any bolts down on them, but I'm gonna create the storm and sort of like threateningly kind of like challenge them, like do you really wanna fly a ship through this? (laughs) Okay, I'm gonna have two things are gonna happen. I'm gonna have you make an intimidation check. And you can use your spell casting uh, modifier for Ooh. Cool. 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 Cool DM, Tim. What a cool DM. So fun. That's a cool little home uh, Also, Tim, how much damage did I take from the nat one save? Uh, it was nine, nine points. Nine, nine points. Nine. Nine. Yeah. Yo, I'm hurt. Uh, I'm 23. 23. Yeah. So as this kind of storm gathers around, uh, you, you feel the dragons kind of push up towards the clouds as they sail up into the clouds, and you can just make out, as you get there, the airships start to turn around as you sail just inside of the clouds and obscured from view uh, as you continue on out of the city, leaving Caradoc far behind. Oh, God. Mission accomplished, team, we did it! We made friends. Um, As we're kind of flying, uh, I would look to my, uh, (laughs) my friends. Where are we going? Are we flying like north essentially at this point? Uh, yeah, you're you're flying. Uh, at first, you're flying north, and then you feel them sort of turn eastward or westerly. I uh, would call down to uh, Argwick. Have you ever been to Goothstrom? Uh, yes, some time ago. We could go try and find my mother. I think maybe that's a good call. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I'm in. They wouldn't suspect to go there. No, they wouldn't know at all. And the only person who gave me the direction to the Reina Peaks was Alora. Right. So, um, I, I don't know anything other than the Reina Peaks, so maybe a city close by. We'll talk. We can't get there in one go. All right. As you continue on, you fly for another six hours. Your legs, your arms are aching from hanging onto these dragons. As you finally start to come down toward the land, it's getting quite cold as well, as they have, uh, they fly a little bit lower as they get farther. You feel yourself going farther north, northwest, but you do come in sight of uh, uh, the edges of, of coastline, and you can see the forest down below as they bring you down uh, into what looks like a boreal forest. And you can see the kind of snow-tipped pines and things like that as they bring you down into the coastline. They land in kind of this kind of sparse, open bit of coast. You can see there's lots of boulders and this 
sort of sprawling pine forest. As they kind of land, you guys get off. It's evening. Because we've, so if you're orienting me, Wolfar, uh, Karadok up here, Guthstrom this way? No, Guthstrom's farther. It's on the other side. Of Garyang. I believe so. So because it's, it's Wolfar, Garyang, and then Guthstrom's kind of over here because only the top half is um, mm-hmm. cold. past, yeah. I understand. Okay. So we're like lower Garyang at this point. We're, oh no. Um, okay. And you can see kind of mountain ranges in yeah, the distance. You see Ferrothor once again takes that dwarven form. All right, well, you're right to camp here for the night. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. Let's get our bearings and talk about a plan. Where, where are we? We're in Garyang. I've heard good things. Okay. This part of it is actually pretty nice. It's good skiing. Pretty quiet. We're on the southern edge. So we're fugitives. Uh, we are, you know, trying to do the right thing, but uh, for the time being, we're definitely wanted by Karadok. Yes. Yep. Yeah. What we did, make, even though we left the statement, is going to make us look super guilty. It means we can't go yes. to Dresda either. I mean, we could. I just we'd have With to. With the presence of we'd have to be Thysera and Yphysicet in Dresda, I don't think so. This is true. Until we get that heart back and clear our names, um, well, I guess, Esper, we might be deferring to your expertise, well, the two of you, um, yeah. Yeah. for flying under the radar. And, and you look like you do crime. <laughs> but it's holy crime. Yeah. yeah, I don't usually have to fly under the radar. The truth is, like, I normally leave places and everyone I leave behind. I did do a little bit of crime, but they're usually, they think I helped them, and I did. Yeah. But... This is new. Can you do it now? Can you convince them that we helped them? No, I can't. That's, right. no, this is absolutely messed up. We can, um, Of all of us, I think I've been on the <coughs> run the most, so... But it's not that hard, honestly. Just keep going. Head down. Don't make a lot of tracks. Don't make big impressions. Yeah. Spend coin, don't leave your name, and just go. Don't leave your name? Don't leave your name. In fairness, I don't think they knew, know your name. You introduced yourself as something else, didn't you? Ship Gardner? Yeah. Mm. Well, my normal name is so good. Mark Dwyer. Well, that's what I'm saying. They, they know Chip Gardner. Yeah, Chip's the best. Uh, team, be very excited to go find your mother, but we are going to have to go after Halora. Uh, yeah. Or at least find out where she is so we can get that heart back. I don't think we get the heart back without dispatching her and I don't know if we're we could steal it quite in the, I assume she's put it inside of her chest maybe uh-huh. we, we don't know well but it's not going to be easy obviously yes. no, no, no it's no, not no. going to be a walk in the park and we just tried to stealth our way out of jail and we stealth our way really well right up until we decided to get loud this was a successful jail heist he says uh, trying to cast mending on his ear that's been cut in two places by a crossbow bolt that's uh, I'm making it taste like it doesn't hurt uh, he cast prestidigitation on his own blood dripping with blood I I do think that if we are going to attempt to go after her, I assume our friends here 
are of similar mind want to still pursue her. That's where we're off to next. Oh, all right. How did you find her in the first place? Well, uh, she tends to stand out wherever she went. The first time we found her, when she first escaped, um, we'd heard stories about uh, a lady who'd become warforged. Right. And uh, we decided to go investigate, and then it was sort of just following her trail from there. And you said that because she said she had to go somewhere and she didn't have time and that where she was going, she wasn't going to be able to heal herself or um, she needed that, whatever, she needed something that would extend her vitality like the, what she took from um, Kokanee. And um, you said that there was something she was trying to prevent, an event in a place that she was tied to she said if she was going there with such urgency she was my bets that's where she'd go she took the thing she needed and then she left right do you know where that is at all or any clues or anything I think it's somewhere up here do you have the ability to message us from a great distance um not exactly, but no. Right. Generally, I, I have a way to talk to Argoic at great distance, but it's a dragon thing. We can check in. Can yes. Check in every once in a while. Maybe if you could take us to where we want to go, and we will check in routinely, and if you find her, we can try and attempt to get to you to assist you, or you can come and get us. But you are much more suited to tracking her and we will need to make some sort of plans as to how we can yeah. I hope to defeat her. I think while it looks like we're going to be going our separate ways quite soon once we get to Goothstrom. Goothstrom? Am I saying that right? Goothstrom. Goothstrom. None of you are locals. It doesn't matter. Once we get Goothstrom... That one sounded wrong. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> what was... Mr. Moss, we know. Yeah. Gideon, we know and don't want to associate with. Yes. Yeah. We know who Laura. Yadira, she's the one in the Yesil Rainforest that said, um, Moss said she was good with curses. Have we actually spoken to her? No. No. I think... We don't know where she is. We... If you come across any rumors or leads on Yadira... Yeah. I think we need to talk to her. Anyone who's associated with... Or Gideon or Moss. Anyone. Well, we don't. We definitely don't want to talk to Gideon, and nope. uh, I think we've got about all we're going to get out of Moss. I think Yadir is our best bet for learning more about Halora. I mean, we yes, I agree with you. There is also there is a possibility that we have a play. I believe that's the term you you would use um, to appeal to Moss. Because he hung us out to dry. Moss is a man who gets where he's going because there are no waves. He doesn't yeah. do things that attract too much attention. If he is tied to a woman who married, or married, murdered Kokanee, he might have vested interest into helping deal with that situation. Now, I'm not saying that's our first option. We, I, I think we should go see Yadira, but I don't think 
regardless of what his goals are, that he is going to be pleased at what she did. I think our professional relationship with Moss will be on hiatus until all of this calms down for that exact reason. All I'm saying... He won't want to associate with us because we're loud. But he's already... But he's already associated with us and... If we can find out that he's been associated with Alora before... Well, the school knows that he is the patron of your brother. Why don't we ask him? Maybe... All I'm saying is, if it doesn't pan out with Yadira, there is an option of going back to Moss and appealing for help there. That's a good point, as a fallback. As a fallback. I think if if at all possible, while, um, like, they know who we are, Vesper, the high priestess there, she know, I introduce myself, and if there's a way that we can keep distance from Moss now simply to maintain Edry's safety, that would be my preference. I don't want Edry used as any form of bargaining chip ever again. Certainly not with me or because of me. So if we, when, you know, Mary, you were saying when you called him that he just didn't, didn't seem that uh, plussed about it. So I think we just kind of go our own way for now and we expect that we don't have him in his back pocket anymore. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sure. First for your mother then. She might, she might also have, I mean, all these people know of her. She might have information for us that way, and she fucking owes me one at this point. So. Any information you find about Yadira, right. we'll be in touch. Yeah. Well, um, I'll go with and I will take you to Goostrom. Thank we you. Can, uh, we can take you to Skalarn. Skalarn. Can't take you much farther north. There's um. There's an island that is home to another dragon. Territory. Pretty territorial. We used to get stories about him when we were just wormlings. Anything we should know? Um. His name is Gryden. Gryden. Uh, Gryden, like with a G. Yeah. And uh. A lot. He demands a high tribute. Um, but this was some time ago, but we just can't risk it. Does he demand it from everyone or just dragons? Uh, I don't think many dragons venture into his territory. I see. Um, but I think that there's a reason there's less villages up north. So he almost demands a tithe as a, that he won't raise it to the ground. I think Skalarn's just outside of his territory, so it should be all right. And for, this is above board, but um, Skalarn is... Skalarn's about midway up the continent. Yeah, Hivitzerg below? Yes. Okay, because Raina Peak's top uh, northeast, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah, Skalarn's on the coast. Hivitzerg is sort of on I the I remember southern. because in Delta, we landed in Skalarn and had to travel down. I understand. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
And where is Guthstrom in relation to that? That is the continent of Guthstrom. That's Gustrum. the continent. Oh, she's. Oh, it's, oh, I thought it was a pl- like a town. <laughs> no, we have no, to look no. for it, a whole continent. We know where. No, we know where it is. So Guthstrum, mountain range, a mountain range in, called the Rain of Peaks. And there's only really one mountain range. And I bet a dragon lives there. Uh, well, uh, the he talked about an island off of just off the coast of. It's a little bit up the coast from Skalarn. There's an island that's referred to as Gryden's tribute, uh, tribute. Great, so we can maybe get to this mountain without paying tribute to that dragon. We'd have to cross and go northeast. It's an overland travel across Sounds the Sounds great. I'm sold. There is one other option. Hmm? Might be difficult with current tensions with uh, followers of Nephthysicus, but we do know another very powerful wizard who could help us with Alora. Who? Phylis. Uh, if we if we needed backup, who could match her on a casting level? That is. That's true. She might be willing to assist us as a support. I think that's a great point. But I mean, we need to. There's a lot of things to figure out first. But I'm just trying to think of powerful people, because honestly, if we had years. I'm confident we could find a way to defeat her, but I do not feel like we have that kind of time. I feel like this needs to be dealt with relatively soon. I think the best point of action is to figure out if we can, right now we're debating chasing her blind. Like I know we're not gonna go, but if we figure out, you gotta get something up on her. You, we, we, that's, you gotta play into that. I used to see people do it all the time. You find someone's weakness, you play into it, or you make her think you're threatening. So if this place, this thing that she has, that she's so concerned about, this thing that, this event that she's trying to prevent, that's what we use. Okay. Because we know she's wherever it is, if we figure out where that is, she's gonna be there. And if we're there too, at the right time, then maybe we catch her on the back foot because she's not ready to deal with us and this calamitous thing that she's so scared of. Not much scares people like her. This one? I had a dumb idea. Oh? What if... Mm-hmm. What if we help her? If she's trying to prevent something, what if we assist her in preventing it in exchange for the return of the heart when she's done. I think that's a tough sell, mate. You didn't see your face, Thistle. You didn't see it, I'm sorry, but there was no way. There will be no way that she will give that back. I think for that heart, someone has to be dead. It's either her Laura or it's Kokani. I, I will say, like, I, while I understand, like, trying to, you know, figure out best way to really scare somebody I most of the success I've had in the past has been by figuring out what people want and finding a way to get it that benefits me more than them and I don't feel like we can figure out what to do without understanding more about what she wants so I hear what you're saying Thistle. I just mean we all have people or things that we would do anything for. Yeah. Mm. 
And obviously this is her thing that she would do anything for. And if we can assist her in getting that, maybe that's where the usefulness of the heart ends for her. It sounds like we all, all of us, share the same goal. To learn more about Halora, so that we find her strings that we can pull on, or her weaknesses that we can exploit. Because all of us got our asses soundly handed to us. Yeah. We didn't even get our asses handed to us. We sat on our asses while we watched other people get their asses handed to us. I was being charitable. You know, I was trying to be nice. Right. But I, I admire your commitment to the truth. I'm just feeling down about the whole thing. Yeah, I'm not feeling great about it either. Okay, but you're more positive. Uh, I'm a big like, gotta move in a direction. Cause if I, if I feel like if I sit with this right now and don't do anything about it, genuinely not stoked about going on watch tonight. We've just been, I just okay, cool. I've been like dangling in a dragon's quite soft talons actually I, yeah. I, you moisturize well you don't have to moisturize you're moisturous it's just liquid metal I would um, take a bath though <laughs> before you go to sleep tonight oh yeah alright that's I'm a thing I can do fairly certain mercury in high doses is not the best for your kind oh. understand oh yeah just Take a rinse. Is there like a, are we, are we at the ocean's edge or are we at like, there's like a. You're a little ways into the forest, but the, like the, the beach essentially is not too far away. It's going to be cold as shit. I can handle that. I'll build a sauna. <laughs> I will build a sauna. I have a cool staff. I cast fabricate. You gotta, gotta sweat out them heavy metals, man. Do a little, do a little cold dip after. I, uh, I can heat it up too. I love a sauna. I love a good. And I also, I can provide the heat if you need Okay, it. let's do it. Like I need Are you doing a sauna in Colfax right now? Yeah, let's fucking go. Um, I could, um, I think the door, uh, I think S was so fucked. I think his shoulders is like a little out oh. and it's fucking like, you you need help he's like bleeding from his head and he's got like a crossbow bolt still kind of in him. I've got... I'll cast Cure Wounds. Oh, yeah, great. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I took Oof. a lot of damage. Almost, I took three quarters of my. I, uh, that's my six. Life. So. six. Yeah, I, I took some hits too. <laughs> yeah. Should we? Yeah. Uh, should we um, set up for the night? Yeah. 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 Should we build a, sauna? You build, build a sauna? Build a sauna. We have a little little, little sweat. A little, little sweat. Little schmitz. And a little soak. A little soak. Uh, yeah, I think I can build a quite small sauna. <laughs> <laughs> I can definitely help with some of the heat, but it sounds like maybe I'm good with. Uh, I'm you good with pour blood. the water on fair authority. <laughs> you think, like, if you give Shy a weapon, Shy will go chop down a couple trees right now with yeah. all that anger pent up. I will chop down some fucking trees no, I think right we just now. Just make planks. Fabric, I can just make like. Yeah, well, I'm looking at it. I can with the raw materials, wood. Uh, I can fabricate a large or smaller object contained within 10 foot cube or eight connected five foot cubes. So I can either build a 10 by 10 sauna, hell yeah. A 10 by 10 sauna or two halves of like a 20 by 20 sauna. 10 by 10. That's amazing. 10 by 10. Well, no, I think what Better it's saying cube. is you can either make it like a 10 by 10 solid object yeah. mm-hmm. or I think you can make a sauna that's just the yeah. inside is hollow. We just pour water on Ferrothor. <laughs> yeah. And it's... Yeah. I, I like the that, tiny I get sauna. it way I like too hot because I... Think if anyone's watching who wants to do fan art, the fan art of us all sitting in a sauna, sauna. together like Pretty is sweet. so good. 
Just like all like super stressed but sweaty. <laughs> Argowick does stay out. Yeah, yeah I don't want to <laughs> You want a hot box of mercury, my guy? I think, I think sh- like, the second, like, shy is steaming. Like, my skin is actively wet, most of, like, mo- yeah. like moisture most of the time. So I'm just steaming myself in the corner. Uh, and I don't think I could stay in as long. I yeah. think for, like, based on the way my body works, I don't think I can stay in as long. Uh, but the second I can, it's just, like, I take a sprint. It's, like, if I was wearing it, just, like, close off. Into the ocean. I am into the freezing cold and ocean. And it is cold. It's perfect. It I saw on cold plunge. I know what's up. <laughs> this is just like slowly growing moss. <laughs> like I'm, I'm like, <laughs> just getting. Oh and this is the happiest mirrors ever that you've ever seen. <laughs> there is like, like a, a, bit a, bit oh. a bit warmer. A bit warmer. A little warmer. <laughs> Absolutely. She, she would keep like turning up the heat, pouring more water. How is Esper doing? I feel like Esper would honestly just sit on the beach and just be like. Uh, like it's been such a fucked day, he, and he like he's thi- he's thinking of the you. fact that like he was the first person to kick off going after Halora because he was he shot that bolt. So I think he just kind of sits on the beach and is just like thinks about how badly the day went. So after a little while, um, it gets nice and steamy, and Ferrothor steps out to take a break, um, and he walks down to you on the beach. Uh, may I? Sit here. Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, can I show you something? Sure, please. I think you might, you might find it useful, but um, it's a little, it's something I, I don't know how to explain it, I'll just show you. Yeah, please. Do you have a knife that I could borrow? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One you don't really care about. Yeah, sure. You pass him a little dagger. I give him my least favorite knife. And you watch <laughs> as chips in the blade. <laughs> he kind of like taps it on his armband and flips it up into the air. And as he does, you watch as it splits into three. Oh. And he kind of catches it by the tip. He kind of points out there. And you can see kind of there's like a rock sticking out of the of the water. And you watch as he kind of flips it and he throws all of them uh, as they all strike into uh into the rock. That's very cool. I, I, I call it three steel. Three steel, it's uh, a good name. It's a spell. Yeah, right. And you don't just have to hit one thing. You can choose three things. Interesting. Do you want to learn that spell? I don't know how I do spells, but I'm willing to try. Well, I've seen you. You've got a bit of talent with magic. Uh, yeah, maybe. Thank well, it, you. Yeah. it might be out of your range for now, but... For sure, I'll, I'll definitely... Um, yeah, of course. So, over the course of about an hour, uh, and he does dip back a few times to get the sign continuing. <laughs> um, back. He teaches you the spell Three Steel, which is a second level illusion yeah, spell. super cool. Cool. My question is, mechanically, if I'm throwing this knife and I hit something, does one target take sneak? Or? The the knife um, basically disappears. Like, it's like it, it becomes, you use up the knife. Right. Um, but uh, I don't... Yeah, I'm just, like, curious how that would interact with sneak attack. Triple sneak. Mm-hmm. You could be a cool DM, Tim. 
could be. This would be an opportunity for a very cool DM move. <laughs> but I'll tell you this, Bell. So you create three illusory duplicates of the weapon. So I guess, no, the way you keep the weapon, but then it, it sprouts three duplicates um, that you throw uh, at, at up to three creatures of your choice. You can see within range. It's The range is 20 feet, uh, so it's a little closer. Uh, and then each one takes, uh, they take either 3d4 bludgeoning, piercing, or slash, slashing right. damage. Okay. Um, depending on whatever weapon it is. It doesn't have to be right. a dagger, it could be any kind of simple weapon. Um, and you can throw, uh, if you throw multiple, multiple illusory weapons at one creature, that creature make, uh, makes separate saving throws for each gotcha. weapon. Cool. Um, and then you can uh, increase it. Is uh, it a deck save? It's, I think it's an attack. I think it's a spell attack. Uh, oh no! You know what it is? Uh, they must succeed on an intelligence saving throw. Interesting. Whoa. Cool. Interesting. Yeah, because they don't know if it's an illusion or not, so they have to. Very cool. Very smart. Intelligence cool. save. Yes. All right, dope. Um, and as for the sneak attack, I mean, yeah, I would say so. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> yep. Three yeah, for now, we'll see. One. If it's too broken after three saves, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. Well, again, because sneak attack can only apply once per turn anyway, right. so it can't so it be, be on the first knife. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be and like. 3d4 isn't that much. If I hit three targets, I would basically be like, that's the one that I'm hitting in the throat, and the other two yeah. I'm getting in the Especially light. if someone else, oh. someone's in melee. Because yeah. the way we balance it, you choose who you're trying to sneak before you throw it, right? Yeah, that works. Yeah, that's good. Let's do it. Balance on the fly, baby. That's dope. That's a really cool spell. I gotta get more bard levels, gang. <laughs> yeah, can you do a second yeah, level yeah. spell? No. Oh, so uh, not for at least board. another two levels. <laughs> um, that's, uh, that's yeah, good for the he spends with that, and and like I said, he goes back a few times into the sauna, but uh, he does spend some time with you. Thank you. I feel like I get to the point because it's a second level spell and I can't cast, but where I'm like. My dagger has like a sh- like an after image, and then it flats up and fits back. I can't quite get to that point. I'm like, you'll get there. Thank you. Yeah. Um, this is the f- first. This is the first piece of magic that feels like it's coming from me. Everything else feels like something is doing it through me. Mm. Um, so thank you for this. I hope it helps. Yeah, uh, very useful for my line of work, I think. That's what I thought. More knives, always good. I like them, they're, they're good. Thank you, If yeah. you need a sharpen before you go, I can... Oh, amazing, yeah. Um, yeah, actually, I've got a couple that are blunt, but I don't want to be an imposition. No, no, I like oh, it. Yeah, great, great. And you watch uh, as he, like, his hand turns into, like, a file, essentially. He gets, oh, he gets the pictures like a... of a file, <laughs> and he just is like... No, my, um... Also, like, and I take out all my like magical knives and my like crossbow. I'm like, just if you want to look at them, they're like, they're pretty cool. He just laughs. He sharpens them with you. Uh, the rest of you in the sauna, as you're going in and out, um, as you're sort of finishing with the sauna, at some point, uh, do you take a cold plunge? I know what Sean's answer is, but. Uh... Even he does, odd he don't. Odd he don't. Okay. <laughs> He's far too comfy in the sauna. <laughs> right. um, but later on, as you sort of finish, uh, Argowick kind of hangs out outside. And when you come out, he pulls you aside. Oh, yes. I, um, I have some gifts for your friends as well, but I... 
my brother and I were talking, and I wanted to show you something. Oh, um, be wonderful. I noticed uh, you took the form of a bear. I did, yes. Um, do you do that often? I do, I do. It's kind of uh, my thing. <laughs> um, I saw you take a few hits as well. Uh, yes, it does happen. I Fur is not the most resistant of right. armors. Well, I, um, given the nature of my uh, physiology, I um, have figured out a way to... Sometimes I'm a big target. Mm -hmm. Not so much when I'm with Ferrothor, but being a big target, um, I get hit. And I found a way to help offset that a bit. Tell me more. I figured out a way to make my blood burn. Whoa. Um, and while that happens, if someone strikes me, uh, well, my blood can cause a bit of damage. Oh, I like that. Cool. It's, um, it comes in handy. Do you want to see? I'd, I'd love to. This is the fucking eighth graders like hanging out with the twelfth graders, uh -huh. yeah. like, uh, and, like showing us Zippo tricks. And shit. <laughs> <laughs> Want to learn how to roll a smoke? Yeah. Yeah. So he takes uh, the next hour, and you watch as he takes his draconic form out on the shore. Um, uh, he casts the spell Burning Blood, which is a first level transmutation spell, um, and you watch as he does that. Um, he takes his claw and kind of scratches up his arm, and you see, does it a few times. The first time his blood kind of spills, and you can see it's sort of a, it looks the same as mercury, but it's a little bit darker, and the, um, it's a little bit uh, more like water, it's a little bit thinner. Um, and as it spills under the stones on the coast, you can see that it starts to melt them like acid. Um, it doesn't always have to be acidic mm. uh, and you watch as he does it a few more times he kind of gives you a few demonstrations and one time uh, you see this kind of frost spread across the ground uh, another time it's like fire pours out of his uh, out of his skin um, and uh, you also see one where lightning shoots oh, out of the uh, as well as poison right. and then the last time he does it he scratches it and there is this kind of uh, burst of energy uh, and this kind of louder sound that sort of shakes the rock. It's thunder damage. Thunderblood, baby. Thunderblood. Wow. So you basically, for the duration of the spell, it's a concentration spell for up to a minute. Uh, anytime you take bludgeoning, piercing, piercing, or slashing damage, you spray uh, harmful fluids on all creatures within five feet. Uh, each creature in the area must succeed on a deck save or take 1d6 acid, cold, fire, lightning, poison, or thunder damage. Your choice when you Is cast the spell. all creatures in five feet? All creatures within five uh, okay. feet. okay. Uh, when you take uh, damage, triggering this effect, you roll a con save to see uh, if you can maintain uh, concentration after the effect is triggered. Yes. Okay. So nice. it goes off, and then you <coughs> see if you can maintain it. That's how much cool. damage was it? How many? It's 1d6, 1d6, but if it's a slot higher than first, you add a d6 for each slot above. So you can upcast That's pretty decent. Very cool. Yeah, you yeah. do that at like fourth level. That's yeah. That's scary. And then, you get, and then you get like a little contraption that can shoot a needle into your hand, and then you can be like, <laughs> or we just make you crazy. Like, yeah, I just start. No, if I make you crazy, you lose concentration. We yes. can't wombo. Yeah. I just start scratching myself. Mm. Ah. I can't wombo. Um, and the rest of you, 
three of you. Just actively giving myself heat stroke. And, like, uh, it feels so uh, nice. Uh, I'm, not, like, I'm uh, not hydrating. Shy, shy comes back in after <laughs> the ocean doing bleed. the proper like. So you're doing the cycling. cycle. I'm cycling. Where the two of us are just sitting in there. Uh, yeah, but you're I, you're a fire. I'm, fire. Fire. I'm just a 19 year old boy who doesn't want to get cold. Mark. Yeah. Um. Do you want to? The, the cold is really good for your circulation. The cold is so cold. Yeah, but you're gonna die in here. Fully stop sweating. <laughs> you're gonna get Bone heat dry. stroke. Shai's right, you're a human, you have to go. But like, come back. That's our word. <laughs> come on, Mark, and I grab his hand and no. I pull oh. <laughs> And I think I like, oh. if Mark, bless you. Whoa. <laughs> I was waiting for the second one, but it didn't come. Broke. <laughs> I think if Mark is, I think if Mark is like stumbling out because he absolutely would be at this point. I think yeah. I pick him up and I throw him over my shoulder and I walk him straight towards the water. I'm okay with this part. <laughs> I carry him and then it's just like I get out deep enough and I just. Oh no! Okay. Wait, oh, I drop like, him in the water. Wait. Like in front of me. I imagine it and immediately just cast levitate, like. <laughs> As you hit the water, oh. <laughs> you feel yourself drop. Oh no. Deeper and deeper. What the fuck? Deeper, as it feels like you are sinking into an abyss. As your eyes see the light shrink and shrink. As you feel the water get thick around you. Yeah. What have you done? I didn't do anything. What did you do? Nothing. We're growing, Mark. Can you feel it? Is the water cold anymore? No. Yeah. It's body temperature. I I think I can. A memory is expanding. Can you feel the memories trickling in? I don't know. I think. I think there was that that have I? I don't. I don't. I, I, not since that first initial goo. I don't think anything's really come through. I can feel it, Mark. A whisper. A living memory. It is in the ether. I'm proud of you, Mark. starting to understand your potential. Can we increase the pace of growth? Mm. Yes. As the memories come, so too will the power. Where do I find the memories? Sooner than soon. I like your 
vision lock. Come. You have helped me stir a curiosity. It cannot be quenched. Come. I need you to make a charisma save as well. Sean just out here in character asking to be leveled up. <laughs> Give me levels. I'm so icked. I feel like I shouldn't be here. It's what is Shy as library. he's rolling? What does Shy see at this You'll point? You'll see. Uh-huh. <laughs> you stirred a career. Oh, God, it's bad. It's this die. Put it in your mouth first. I think it has to. I think it has yeah, to be in your mouth first. It should be wet when you roll. Yeah, it needs oh. to be slimy. Oh. It needs to be slimy oh. to be rolled. Oh. You really Uno reversed my <laughs> <laughs> I hate this nice roll. That's a seven. Charisma oh. saving throw. Fifteen. Okay. You feel your body moving. That's not math. That's twelve. <laughs> you feel your body moving through this sort of thick liquid. As you pass by, you can feel it moving around your body faster than you've ever moved. No, it was fifteen. I am good at math. It's a plus eight. This, I'm sorry. I'm ruining your As you see those three, what you thought were lights, and as you get closer, you see almost like the eye of a cat at night, the sort of reflective quality of night vision. You see these large orbs stacked on top of each other, and you feel the liquid moving around behind you as something just outside of your vision is sort of enveloping the liquid around you. And you feel cool sensation on your forehead. That's it, Mark. Open your eyes. I am going to try to open an eye that is in between and above the eyes that I know about. As you focus and you try and flex a muscle you didn't even know you had. You feel something open. And your vision changes. As you start to see through this liquid, you see these arms, long tentacles, just outside of where you could see before. You now get just the shadows of them and you see in front of you a large, oval-like head, a long mouth, and three eyes of this massive creature. Mark, they are desperate to share their memories, and they are desperate to be shown more. Who? for free. My friend, let me show you what you've already given me with just a taste of what is to come. And you feel yourself as the third eye begins to form at the top of your head. 
you can feel it closed, but you feel just that sort of cool drift. And you feel your back ripple and the skin move in an unfamiliar way as you feel these appendages start to creep out. you concentrate, you feel them start to move ever so slightly. I want to look at them. I want them to come to my eyes rather than my head turning to them. You feel as they pass through your clothes and around, and you can see the form now arcane. Your tentacles drift in front of you. They almost look like squid tentacles. But they are not, in fact, flesh, but rather made out of some kind of arcane energy. Are these an extension of the telekinetic abilities that I already had? So it's like familiar, but it is extra. But grown. It, it literally, you're seeing the manifestation of the growth of your power. This is because, are you, Hakun, the living memory? Yes, Mark. And I can do this because I let that librarian know about you? Not just that, Mark. You, you have grown. You have faced things you never thought you could face. You have forged must grow so that we may fill it with more memory. I am the vessel. You are the vessel. I must grow. You must grow. Okay. And the more you let my name free, the faster we can fill that vessel. Okay. Mark would like to move himself forward in this space. Make a charisma saving throw. Oh. No, not you. You had your chance. Gray, you're in. Oh, yeah, there we go. 19. You feel those tentacles kind of move you through this liquid closer towards Harkoon. Good. Good. What is the experience of moving closer to, like, is, does... As you move closer, the image distorts somewhat, almost like a fisheye lens, as it starts to take up more of your vision. It's disorienting. And you hear the words echo through your head in time in time and you feel yourself being pulled backwards as you come out of the freezing cold water 
What, um, did, what did I see? You just saw Mark go down into the water and then come back out. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tim. You have leveled up. Ooh, okay. Whoa. I'd like to do an inside check. No, I'm so, as, so as Mark comes up, sure. I think I would see him be like, say it's good. Ah! <laughs> it's so cold. He's having this deep, like existential, like yeah, this is good. And then it's like, oh, oh, ah, I'm shedding. Ah. And um, then I think I'm like, okay, it's okay, oh. come on. And just levitates himself out of the water. He's like floating. He doesn't know what to do. Oh, ah, 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 pull me. He's gonna throw his towel to you. I take his towel, I just like, I take his towel and I <sighs> extend my hand. Pull me like a balloon. You being dramatic. I'm not so gonna pull you like a balloon. Pull me like a balloon. <laughs> what did you do, Em? I didn't do anything. Pull me like a balloon. I cold plunged him, you yes. Put him in this. <laughs> I take him forward and I, I pull him like a balloon because he won't stop whinging about it. And I pull him to shore and I go, and like, we're, I feel like we're well over the shore before he's. All the way back to the sauna. It's, it's confirmed M. Carlson, the player, is an agent of Haku. Yeah. Haku the Living Memory. Have you heard of Haku the Living Memory? I have now. Do you have a minute for Haku the Living Memory? You should. A lifetime? So as you come back on shore Ooh, uh, and wow. warm up, you see Ferthor has started a small fire. Um, and uh, as you kind of warm up, uh, Argoic comes over to you three. Um, my brother and I wanted to give you these. Oh. Um, a token of our gratitude and uh, hopefully something that can help. Uh, and you watch as he opens his hand, he has three um, dragon scales, mm. or iron scales. And you can see on each of them there is a rune that's been carved in, and you see it has the kind of, uh, it looks sort of silvery like mercury. Um, these bestow a, a small gift to whoever holds them. Oh. You have them on your person. Concentrate for a bit, uh, and you will absorb the gift. Okay. And it will be yours permanently. Okay. Okay. It's not an attunement. It's literally, it's like a consumable almost. Oh, right. Um, this gives the gift of dragon speech. You'll be able to speak, read, and write draconic. This is the dragon's voice. As a bonus action, well, as a bonus action. Quicker than how you can stab, but not as quick as how you can stab when someone walks away from you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can make your voice audible up to 300 feet away for about a minute. Uh, and this is the dragon's wiles. Uh, it will help you when you're needing to persuade someone with your charm. Functionally or mechanically, it gives you advantage on charisma, persuasion checks. Um, so this is me and Miri who've been given these. And Mark. Oh, and Mark. Um, you three. So you get to choose. Dragon speech, dragon voice, dragon wiles. I already speak draconic. I don't speak draconic. It'd be nice to speak. You can take that one. Great. Oh, we can talk in draconic. We can talk in draconic. That'd be really fun. You can write a language now. I wasn't gonna say it. But yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's very sweet. Just get it for free. Um, what do you, uh, what would be better for you, you think? 
you take the... I don't know, Shy. I don't feel like I deserve either of them, to be honest with you. Like I do? Come on now. Would it be better if you could talk to someone really far away, or would you be... Would it be more useful of you to make a case for someone? I'm usually shit at talking to people anyway, so... I think I'll go for that one then, maybe. Take it, I do have a question. Is it... Like, you can whisper real good to 300 yards away, or can you shout so good that someone 300 yards away? It doesn't specify, so I'm gonna say you can make your voice audible up to 300 feet away, That's so cool. I would say it can be a whisper, it can be spoken, it can be a shout. Also, Superman shouts good, you shout well. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny a little grammar lesson in another world. Um, <laughs> Thank you, too. Uh, what? <laughs> We'll, we'll talk I've shout good. <laughs> Shouts good. I shout well. No, it was too many steps. It wasn't a good joke. Okay. <laughs> it was a bad joke, and I definitely need the charisma boost. I like <laughs> Superman jokes. I, I, I'll explain it to me on the break. Okay. It'll be helpful. I think if I can, if I'm scouting ahead, I can, uh, or having a sneak in somewhere, I can talk to y'all, make somebody able to hear me pretty far away. So I'll take that. Thistle's okay. busy. You guys are talking if Thistle's busy. Cutting himself and like fires oh, coming no. out of him, and he's like, <laughs> "There's a puddle of a puddle of acid. There's a puddle of stuff. Self harming. There's a puddle of acid lightning. Like, yeah, yeah, my bad, my bad. Just gonna act healing words for this But he's just got a rainbow puddle around him. As you come around the campfire for the evening, it's set up just kind of at the edges of the forest. Who would like to take first watch? I'm at full, so I I don't I think yeah, I think Shy after like hot cold, hot cold, I think she I would have ended cold, so I would be awake. Okay. I could. You shouldn't. But I need to pee so badly. Oh. Um, so if someone else can. Well, take we're going to take our break here. I was oh, okay. Okay. I'll take first watch then. All right. And that's where we're going to take our break. Hey! Oh my gosh. Um, I feel like Tim is just being extra nice to us because he was so mean last so session. Enjoying the story so far? Consider following us on Twitch and YouTube and subscribing here on our podcast. Rating and reviewing also helps new folks join us at the table. If you're interested in sponsoring an episode of the podcast, reach out to us at Blackwater D&D Everyone Socials or at BlackwaterDnd at gmail.com. Okay, enough about that. Grab your spider milk and let's get ready for the second half. All right. <laughs> so, uh, Esper and Shai, you are on first watch. Yeah. I'll have you both make perception checks. It's not going to be too distracting, is it, guys? <laughs> <laughs> you're chewing too much, just don't chew. Fuck, you're in the heat. Oh, it's a good thing we play the numbers. Six in the morning. I'm Mark, gonna go, I'm gonna go finish this over. Can fabricate again, and he's just gonna make us a little cabin. He's gonna like, <laughs> it's just so like cool. fucking cold out, so he's just like gonna pick a tree that is kind of pissing him off, and like turn it into like a little <laughs> ten by ten shack. <laughs> Frame. Yeah, it's just like a end with like That's one nice. cut, one cut. Yeah. That's Amazing. lovely. I got an eighteen for my perception. Sixteen. All right. Um, I think if this is a little A-frame, we're probably sitting on the front steps of the A-frame, uh, where the little fire is going. Mm-hmm. Um, it's quiet. It's very quiet up here. It's peaceful, in a way. 
the cold is kind of creeping in quite a bit more now that the sun is totally down. Um, I still you, hear his spoon. You hear the clinking of the <laughs> you have the I fire. can just see him being like, bah, 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 bah. and uh, you can feel <laughs> Ferrothor is sleeping kind of in the middle at the back. Um, like a little his, space heater. Yeah, his body yeah. naturally emanates uh, quite a bit of heat uh, and is keeping the cabin at a really nice temperature than and the, kind of the rest of it sort of escaping out to where you are, so it's not too bad. Um, there are not a lot of sounds of insects. You hear the occasional jumping of fish in the ocean um, and the creaking of the pine trees behind you. That's about it. It's quiet. Clear night. You can see the moon high up in the sky. Which one? It looks like Van Dyne, the biggest one. It's about three quarters full. What is the moon rotation system like? Like, is it one at a time, or do they sometimes two of them come at the same time? Uh, it's often, it's often one, occasionally two, very rarely all three. Understood. Um, that's like a big event when all three moons. Do we ever get like a new moon where there's no moons up? Uh, there is occasionally. Um, yeah, that's it, even rarer. Uh, no, it's not more rare than the three. Okay. Um, it's but like it is rare. It's probably more rare than two. Um, you usually get two moons every month. They kind of, I imagine and it's like a little, like a system kind of like this. Yeah. My little nerd question to attack onto this nerd question, uh, uh, spectacular. Do they share an orbit, or are they? Can they form like a syzygy? So like, do they like syzygy? Uh, they uh, they don't are they don't orbit on the same um, plane. Plane. No, no, no. no so no. they can form a syzygy. They, yeah. <laughs> Magical times. So now you, you realize Tim and I are going to have to plot <clears throat> out moon tracks. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's why it is like when they do align, um, it is they like... They can line up. They like, can line up yeah. and it is a big, it's a big deal. And they are different sizes, so you can literally see. Yeah. Um, and they are slightly different colors as well. Cool. Um, Van Dyne uh, um, is kind of more whitish, um, kind of like a, almost like a pearl color. And then um, Riaz, the smallest, has uh, a bluish tinge, and uh, Estra, the middle-sized moon, has an orangish tinge. I've got a picture of the name for when it lines up. It's the rainbow night, or the rainbow moon. Because we've got blue moon, which is two full moons in one month. That would create all the different colors. It would also create... The, the night sky would get very weirdly colored because mm-hmm. it'd be bright it'd be creating if there was so all many three colors. of them. Yeah, yeah it's a big deal. It doesn't, it, it happens very rarely. And there, uh, there are people who spend a lot of time trying to predict when it's going to happen. It doesn't happen on a predictable schedule. Interesting. Um, That's cool. On a predictable I'm going to have to completely redo schedule. the moon cycle in my calendar. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Um, did you want us to roll perception checks? You we did. did. Oh, we did. 18 yep. Sorry, and I got 21, I think. Dorked 16, into moon. 16 and 18. Uh, not at all what I said. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's quiet. And not every job goes to plan. That one went as bad as it could. Yeah. But we can't dwell on it. I know. It's, um... Yeah, it's, uh... I'm trying not to. 
I think I keep seeing, I keep seeing it over and over again. Yeah. And I hear it. Crack. Yeah. The glass shattering. There was something to behold, for sure. Yeah. I think... Go ahead. No, you're okay. The thing that puts my mind at ease is he chose to be there. We didn't trick him to be there. We didn't bring her to him. We told him everything we knew. And with the knowledge that we had at hand, he made a choice. Yeah. We aren't responsible for his death. Allure is. Okay. Okay. We can be responsible for bringing him back. But we're not responsible for him going. Yeah, you're you're right. And I'm gonna keep telling myself that. And um I'm sorry that me running to try and get help got you in the cell again. I'm real sorry about that. I just... You were trying to do the right thing. It's not your fault. I feel like most of the time when I try and do the right thing, someone ends up with the shit beat out of them or in a cell. Comparatively, it was one of the nicest cells I've been in. should be, but you most especially of all. I appreciate you thinking that. Well, it's yeah. not surprising, is it? Well, there's some some lawmen in various cities that might not agree with you. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be okay. It has to be. what matters it sounds like you're trying to convince me of all the things I've been trying to convince myself for the past 48 hours all that means is that you're right stop convincing yourself and just be convinced when do you get so smart all of a sudden you've said that multiple times the answer's the same I've always been this smart I just play dumb you know keep people off guard Stop doing that. Be smart. Because you are. You told me to be angry and lean into it, so don't be dumb. I appreciate that, but I think Miri could probably tell you sometimes being dumb or playing dumb is the smartest move you can make. You want them to underestimate you, I get it. The quickest way to be underestimated. Sure. 
I've gotten out of a lot of scraps because people have thought that I was less capable than I was. Mm. The last time someone said I wasn't capable, I broke their jaw. Yeah, so you get into scraps. Um, but I don't think of myself that way. I use it like a tool. Playing the fool is like another knife in my belt. just kind of scoot closer to him a little bit and just kind of sit yeah. it's peaceful I, I want to say that I'd rest my head on her head but you're tiny you're so much yeah. taller than I am I think there's like yeah. I am I think I'm at his shoulder yeah. <laughs> essentially um I think every time I imagine them standing together, I add like a foot to your height. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't. Can we get an apple box? Please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what Shai makes up for in stature, she makes up for in personality. We're just always on uneven ground. Always. Um, yeah, and I think there's a moment where I think I just. I think Shai's very careful not to assume more space then she should take with you. And I think you knowing her would feel that. Yeah. I think Esper's very comfortable with the, the closeness of this. Considering they slept in a, a bed two nights ago? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> On this Christian podcast? I don't think so. Whoa. My brother Whoa. 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 I don't see earrings. There was a little uh, pillow wall, though, right? Absolutely. A little pillow wall? Um, right. was, it was a classic. One of them was under the covers. One of them was yes. under the covers. Yes, 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 yes. yes, 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 yes. It's a feed. Yeah. Shy's a starfish. We got dice for that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we got dice for that. Uh, who do you wake up for? Who's taking second watch? You too? Uh, I, uh, yeah. I would go in. Uh, Let Slug Boy sleep. <laughs> Slugs drown in the water. Mark looks more comfortable than he's ever been. Does he have three eyes? Uh, no, he's comfortably curled up in the little cot. I'm directly above Ferrothor. <laughs> <laughs> Sleeping the sweet sleep of the unoppressed. Uh, I think I would go wake. I think I'd wake this all. Yes. Mary. It's your turn. Oh, thank you. I'd be curled up very close to Ferrothor. <laughs> Are you good to take a watch? Oh, yeah. Yep. Great. Everything go okay? We're alive. Then... Nothing was seen or heard, so okay, cool. safe. I'd love to get to a point where being alive is table stakes, but <laughs> yeah. Until then, yeah. I would curl up on the cot that this all left. Go in. sleep. Yeah. Go rest. I will find the furthest point away from Ferrothor possible <laughs> to fall asleep. Don't like being hot when you sleep. Listen. S was the same about as Adam in that regard. I prefer to be cold. So you sleep close to the exit of the A-frame. Yeah, 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 yeah. My window is open a year round. <laughs> I watch you, like, do that, and I'd be like, what are you doing? <laughs> sure. Um, so you two head out. Uh, I'll have you make a wisdom saving throw okay. as you try to go to sleep. Why? Something we discussed earlier. Mm. Yep, dice tell a story. That is a five. All right. You're having a very hard time getting the image out of your head, which you saw on the rooftop. 
and the sound of shattering glass is replaying over and over and over in your head. Do not get a long rest. Yikes. Uh, all right. You okay. two. Take your lunch. Make a perception <clears throat> checks for me. Uh, 23. 23? Okay. Um, Mir, you're having a hard time concentrating as it is quite cold. Even as close to the fire as you are, it's very cold um, this far north. Um, Thistle, you see your... uh, Your watch is fairly quiet. You do see way out. um, You see a storm kind of gather over the water. Um, and you see the occasional flash of lightning, um, but it dissipates as the sun starts to come up later on. As I see the storm, I would. Um, are you okay? Uh, what is, what do you mean by that in this case this time? We've. Um... Sorry. No, no, no. I, I mean exactly. That. No, I know, I know. I'm trying we've, to not we've throw been, things back and try actually. I know, but we've been through quite a bit together in the short time that you've been with us, and this seems to have sat heavier with you than some of what we've experienced previously. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have spent most of my life... No, there's a better way to say that. There are a very short list of places I can't go back to. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the last very short period of time, it's gone from one place to three. Mm-hmm. And that's that's an alarming rate of growth, which I don't love. Yes. So I'm uncomfortable with that. And also, I don't think we're responsible for Kokini's death but I feel responsible for not being able to do anything about it. I understand that. How are are you okay? I am. I, um... It's kind of funny. For Shai, it was a very traumatic experience. For a lot of you, it was. It's hard for me not to feel like I get to be part of the stories that I learnt about and to be, to hear about the tales of Blackwater and everything they accomplished and to find myself in the middle of one of those stories is, there's something exciting about that. Things always seem to work out for them. Don't you think that the stories where it doesn't work out for them don't get told? Mm. Mm. That's possible. I... Like, if we died tonight, who would tell our story? We'd be a footnote. I think... Part of it is that if we don't succeed, others will. It will be their story then. But 
I think that we're going to end up doing what we do best, and that is finding and retrieving things. Is that what you feel you do best? I've, I feel like what I do best is I keep people together. <laughs> Can I be honest with you about something? Yes. Can you keep a secret? Yes. Like, actually? Yes. You've lied before, so actually? Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, the last few nights, save the one where we were actually incarcerated, I have thought about leaving in the night. Uh, I can understand that. I think... Can I, can I be honest with you? Yeah. It's not a secret. Okay. Uh, I'll tell Mark that. Right. I'm kidding. I think part of the reason that this is becoming more and more difficult for you adding those places to the list is not because there are places that you can't go, but it's that you're choosing to stay with the option that's more difficult. I think every night that you choose to stay, it scares you more because you can't leave. You care about us, and you want to help us, and I think that is what scares you. I don't like feeling forced into any situation. I don't like being told what to do, and I, as much as I feel everyone is sticky, and I feel this group is sticky, I don't want to be stuck. I do, it's very important to me that I'm not stuck, because I it last time I got stuck, it didn't go well. So I... Um, I don't want I have places I can't go back to I don't want people I can't go back to mm. on top of that well then if it's any reassurance you can leave whenever you want and you will always be welcome back when you come back we're not sticky because we force you to stay we're sticky because we we're what we choose to stay with. We all actively choose to stick together. None of us are here by coercion. You, you, like, do you have a, do you have an end game? Do you have something you're- Personally? Yeah, like you have something you're, ah. Do you want to know a secret of mine? Can you keep it? Because I know you love to tell Mark things. I see you two staring at each other, not saying a word. It's pretty obvious what you're doing. I didn't know you noticed that. Um, you guys go quiet for minutes at a time. Too <laughs> <laughs> quiet back there. <laughs> like the dad in the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like it. What's um, yeah I, I won't tell anyone. There is someone who I want to kill. But it's larger than that. I fear the only way I get to be with her is to take his place once I've killed him. As you say that, you hear the beating of wings, and you see Sprig 
flying down from the sky. And you see his sprig lands on the ground. And you can tell Sprig is exhausted as he spreads out his wings. You see he drops something from his claws, his talons, and you see on the ground a stick that has been fashioned into a circle, and the wood is all white. And he kind of passes that on his back. (laughs) My boy pick him up and I kind of cradle him, sort of feed him a couple pieces of uh, oh overripe God. jerky. Oh. <laughs> What's this? I, I'm not sure what it is, but it's, it's from her. And I would sort of look up to the moon. Do you, if you get what you want, going to leave you in a position where you're not exactly where you want to be. And you don't have to know where that is right now. Okay. I think... Well, thanks for sharing. That's all. It actually does mean a lot. And I think I just... It feels like everything's transactional in the world sometimes. Mm -hmm. And we're all trying to get something from everybody else. Mm -hmm. Um want that to not be true, but it just feels true. I Anyway, I don't know what uh, I mean by that, so it's fine. I'm okay, is the answer to your original question. I'm doing okay. I would choose to be your friend, even if you had nothing to offer me in the pursuit of my goals. Because of the quality of your character. And because you're so cool with all the flames and stuff, it's very nice, but... Thanks. I've definitely picked up some fun tricks along the way. As have you. Oh, yes. Some cool stuff you've been doing. But I mean... I worry that you feel conscripted to us. That you feel as though we are picked you up because we need you and that this is some point we will be done with you. No, I don't. It's not that I feel bound. It's just that I feel like I'm bouncing around and I happen to be stuck to you for a bit. Really bad at metaphors, so I'm sorry. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. You know what... Oh, I don't, no one really knows what Mark wants. But you know what Esper wants, and you know what Shy wants. You know what I want now. What do you yeah. want? I think that's maybe the core of the problem, is I don't know. I, I have been... I'm going to return to my bad metaphor which is that I feel like I'm bouncing around 
and I've been bouncing around for a long time, and anywhere was better than where I bounced out of, but I'm tired of bouncing. Not, not like geographically. Like I like seeing new places. I like meeting new people. I like trying new things and 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 gaining new experiences. But I'm looking for something that actually, I'm looking for something I want to get stuck to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I'm looking for like some kind of. It's, it sounds too cheesy to say purpose, but like that's kind of what I'm looking for. <laughs> what do you care about? Uh, I, like. That that I don't know how to answer that question. That's such a broad question. Like my well, value. Shouldn't, shouldn't that be easy to answer then? <laughs> Anything. I, I care about. Is it people you care about? Being free, I guess. All right. Being able to be who you want to be, do what you want to do. So then, is that something you want to pursue in in helping others achieve that? Is that something you want to, a cause you want to get behind? Or is... Uh, you can see Mary's like, <laughs> like tick, 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 there's stuff going on. Um, I think I've been pretty focused on how to achieve that for myself. And I thought I had, but it was always transient. It always could be pulled away in a moment. And when it wasn't, I... I pulled it away myself because it felt like I needed to move on and find something else and I have never thought about trying to make that possible for other people because I don't know how I can teach something that I can't even seem to do but maybe one day that would be cool I will help you to pursue any of the things you feel passionately about just as you've helped us and me transactionally I think the issue you have with it transactionally is you don't require anything from us Hmm. so the you see it as a transaction where you give and you're questioning what you receive in return I can offer something in return but it'll only confirm the transactional nature of our relationship I can withhold it and then it'll only make you question as to why you stay I don't know how to answer this without it proving your point. <laughs> I could offer you my friendship, but that's also transactional. My father used to say I think too much. <laughs> and I think that's maybe true. But you've given me a lot to think about. So <laughs> Apparently you're very good at that. No, I was just saying I think I think too much. She's completely unaware of it. She's so unaware. <laughs> There's no awareness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I give you something? More to think about? No, oh, physically. Yes. What? Yeah, okay. give you something. Sure. Gift. Yes. I would pull out one of the seeds from the plums. Um, this is the last of the bristle cone other than myself. How many of these do you have? Six. Six. Well, five now. I would gift this to you. And all I would ask is that if you do choose to leave in the middle of the night, wherever you end up, plant that where you end up. And then I will always be able to be there to watch after you. Stop. Thanks. 
Transactionally, I think that counts for quite a lot, so. <laughs> I owe you now. I don't believe so, so you'll have to stick around. I'm gonna have to find something meaningful yeah, yes. to give you yeah. or, before we're even. Exactly. I probably should stick around until. Until that's done. Yeah. Yes. Otherwise, it would be rude. I know. Perfect. And I value not being rude. Perfect. But I also think you should be free to be rude if you want. Um, I'm glad we've agreed on that. Okay. <laughs> I. I, Mary wouldn't hug Thistle. I would hug her back. The rest of your watch goes quietly. Two things happen. <laughs> Mary, at some point, you head into the A-frame to get something, and you hit your head. <laughs> and you hear a woman laugh. And you look. Wasn't shy. grab her amulet and um, pull it out and I'm like alone kind of in the back of the A-frame, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and Mary would um, create a flame in the palm of her hand and hold the amulet over the flame and, and look at it closely. It's about three quarters full of liquid. And the flame would go out and as it would go out the amulet just back to like obsidian black. Okay. Um, I don't know what to do with that, but we'll figure it out. This will, as you sit outside, like spin the uh, the ring sort of in my hands, looking over it. You feel the light of the moon all over your body. Something that you haven't felt like this since you were a tree. And as you feel it soak into your bark feel yourself rise up a little taller and a little stronger as you level up. You look at this piece of wood and it strikes you. There is no end. It's not a piece of a stick that's been bent around itself. It is one complete stick in the shape of a circle. Does it fit on my wrist? does and you hold it up at one point and you can see as you hold it from where you're sitting it's about the same size as the moon mm-hmm. and you can see where the three-quarter knocked out and slide it onto your wrist I think he would just sort of sit in that light and with that on his wrist he would just sort of think towards the moon I'm coming as fast as I can as the sun comes up you hear a rumble of thunder in the distance as the storm dissipates Miri, as you sleep, the last little bit of sleep before morning, you feel the heat of the amulet on your chest, and you level up. As you two, unable to find sleep in that kind of restless state, 
tossing and turning and feel that anger and frustration course throughout your body as it drives a new kind of determination as you grit your teeth you level up and Esper as you sit in the cold as your sun your eyes start to blink open with the sun you see one of your daggers propped up sharpened just next to you you smile you feel the warmth of the sun creep across your face you level up as well Sweet. Level eight. <laughs> like, Wait a minute. Uh, level excuse seven, baby. me. <laughs> I tried it. <laughs> also, I love, I love thistles. I want you to be my friend. Have one of my unborn children. <laughs> <laughs> Will you be my baby mama? <laughs> one of. I got one of five six. more. You have to take care of it. <laughs> I will update the title cards for next week. Our lovely Woo! art cards. Yay, level seven. Holy moly. As the dragons step out from their slumber. Do they level up? They level up. No, but you see as they. They level down out of shame, <laughs> out of not traveling <laughs> the mortals. Gold. Um, as they kind of get out and stretch in their human forms, uh, you watch as they both kind of run forward and take on their draconic forms on the beach. As they look to all of you. All right, who's riding on who? I want the warm one. I'll warm one. Oh. I'm happy to stay the same. There's quite a bit of room on Ferrothor. You could probably all fit on Ferrothor if you wanted to. I'll stay on Ardwick strictly for company and the fact that he created a nice little seat. It is. Where me. you were sitting, it was quite comfortable. I <laughs> am absolutely going to take this one. <laughs> I call shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you all climb aboard um, and... Just... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we get onto yeah. the dragon, or ideally in his cool little claws, I don't like being cradled by this big warm man. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, as we're walking towards the beach, Mark is just going to hand you a letter. Um, hands it, and if you open it up, which I hope you do, um, it says in just like real shoddy handwriting, <gasps> in Draconic, <gasps> it just says, Dear Miri. Everything's gonna be okay. Best wishes, Mark. And he's like, and he like trots off, and he's like, <laughs> And he's just, he's, I don't know how everyone else is feeling this morning, but Mark is feeling chipper. That's so sweet. <laughs> she would, she would like open it as soon as you walked away. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to a dragon. But you do feel the connection in your head where it's like, if you did want to talk, we could. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long flight. <laughs> cool. Yep. I, I'm going to wait for a moment. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right. So you all board the dragons? We do. As you push off from the edges of Garyang, heading in the direction of Guthrum, as you fly through the sky as the sun comes up, that's where we're going to end it tonight. Oh! oh. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Want to hear more of the story and to hear the cast dish about the episode? Check out Chatwater on Patreon and tell your friends about the show because we all love when the Gravelverse gets bigger. So until next time, hug your friends, thank your DM, and be safe!